I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hit you with no delay into what you're saying, yo. Oh, silly with my nine milli, what the dilly, yo. What? When I be on the mic, yes, I do my duty, yo. Wallop in the club like we wallop in the city, yo. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we have someone on the show that, um, you guys should recognize her voice if you go listen to After Black. Yep. Um, if you listen to Keith and the Girl. Yes. Uh, if you listen to What's My Name. Yes. Uh, you should recognize her voice. Uh, if you go to her YouTube channel, uh, you should recognize her voice. It's, uh, comedian Jess Wood, uh, from After Black and Get Wood and, um, many other places and things. Uh, what's up, Jess? How you doing? What's up? How you doing? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Are you kidding? I'm freaking out. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Woo! We are I love ha- you guys. We're happy to we have, have you, you here. Um, welcome home because we listen to you on After Black. And yes. I always feel like uh, Elon is in there clutching pearls and yes. trying to trying to, to stop the vibe, trying to change the flow. Yes. Well, you are free yes. over here. You yeah. are free. Uh, you hanging with the cool you. kid. Thank Take you. your bra off, honey. You're free. <laughs> Finally, finally. Oh, I can speak. This motherfucker, get in my shit. Hi, everybody. Oh, welcome, welcome. I'm excited to be here and be, oh, throwing down with the, oh, you guys are just, I'm a huge fan, huge fan. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Same thing, man. Now, the thing that I find the most interesting about Jess Wood is probably the same typical like whenever you talk about your background, it always sounds so crazy and and just yeah. like all kinds of this, this stuff happened to you. But, but then it feels like none of it's like, it's nothing bad in you. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like you would think it would have residual, like, yeah, man. And that was some rough shit, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's like a Vietnam veteran or something, but you're just like, you're all over the oh. place. Just manically awesome. And I like, yes. It. Oh, well, God bless you, baby. I, listen, there's plenty of PTSD. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> I have, I have plenty of post-traumatic shit. Uh, you can ask my poor man that, you know, wakes up in the night with me like, Daddy! No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, therapy is a wonderful thing. Uh, meditation is a wonderful thing. And, and being able to have an outlet like After Black and, and to go on places like, uh, you know, keeping the girl and to be able to have the outlet to be able to do it. Like I like to tell the kids, you know, if you have a fucked up background, if you got fucked up and people didn't, you know, care for you, what have you, you can go out and you can fucking write something up and get on stage and do your shit and feel better. And that's, you know, I feel like I feel a little preachy sometimes when I say that, but fuck it. I don't give a shit. I came from the the street and I, got shot at and here i am being lovable and loving and getting all this love from y'all so you know what i mean it's yeah. like i think it's i think i'm lucky to be here that's why i have to tell the story because yeah. most of my friends are gone so i really i feel like i it's important that i tell the story you know well what's crazy is i know a lot of people that have been shot or shot at i don't know anybody that had a payphone in their house and that was uh <laughs> Wow, the craziest detail That's ever. Some bullshit right there is what it is, my friend. <laughs> some deep bullshit. And uh, you know what else is bullshit? Being raised a vegan on welfare. Another, oh, another man. delightful thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what did you eat? Just like government yes. cheese? 
uh, uh, chard, you know, uh, baked potatoes, oh. broccoli. Fucked up. Yeah. Child abuse, you know. If your mom tells you that carob is a treat, you're fucking getting abused. You should you should probably call child welfare because that's it's abuse. Yeah, I feel sure. like DSS should take you away if they go to your house and there's no meat in there. They should be like, oh no, mm, mm-hmm. not this child. We can well, save this. Well, my mom one. was fucking a dude for a long time that ate meat, and I was, and he hit her too. So I was like, yo, you say that you like peace, and you say that you like vegetables, and yet. You're fucking this dude who likes to punch and eat meat. So what yeah. the fuck is going on? You know, it's just you know, uh, I believe uh, the great Paula Abdul covered that when she said, two steps forward, two steps back." <laughs> uh, so you know, they come together because opposites Thank attract. You, cat, cat. Yeah. <laughs> One of the, whatever happened to that guy? Whatever happened to him? Oh, he he didn't last long. He didn't last long. Just like Paul Abdul's career. Oh, oh, yeah. He, yeah, she took two steps forward, two steps back. Better on pills. I thought she was <laughs> yes. on the pills. <laughs> yeah, I always feel bad about that though. Like one of my favorite rappers is Eminem, and I liked him a lot when he was on drugs. And then he did some albums when yes. he was trying to quit drugs, and I didn't like those albums as much. And uh, yeah. but he finally got completely sober, and now his shit is like re- even tighter than before. But there was a good four or five years when I was like, "Hey man, just just do some drugs, man. Just it's cool, you know." Exactly, exactly. I think there was a time it was before our time, but I'm pretty sure there was a time when if you got sober as a rock star, you died, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't that happen, or you just? I mean, I heard a lot of people just died because they tried to get sober. So, That's what I'm rolling with. I, like a lot of people say, it was o- o- overdoses that killed like River Phoenix. I think he was trying to get sober, man. This, you know, <laughs> just just could, just couldn't handle it. Yeah, Chris Farley was like, oh, "This this is my last time doing cocaine," and it was his last time. It was, that's um, it. Yeah. I'm gonna just do this last speedball, fuck it, <laughs> and see where it takes me. And something I wanted uh, tell you, just would Roger Glass at me because I I talk about you because I was surprised and shocked that you even listened to the show, and I was like, hey baby, she shouted us out. Oh shit, she listened to the show, and it was funny though because for like ever I called you Dress Woods. And he'd be like, it's not an S. I was like, well, she's enough for to be multiple. She is Woods. <laughs> I added that S on the end just for you, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's, that falls in the category. That falls in the category of words that black people mess up. Like, Karen definitely made that plural. Yes, I did, for was, no reason. Like, I was like, did, is, did she marry Tiger Woods? Because I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, I believe it's just my mom one. wishes. Listen, my mom wishes. <laughs> only, if only I wasn't living with this white boy who didn't look like a criminal. My mom is so confused. She's like, "Who is he, Jesse? Why?" Why? Now, another oh, thing, no, huh? another thing I like about Jess Wood, um, you talk a lot about your vagina and pussies mm-hmm. and um, yeah. fucking and all that stuff. And I just want to tell you, man, keep it up. Like. Yep. I know, you know, uh, especially on the after black, those guys need to loosen up a bit. Yes, and they do. Is 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 you really are a breath of fresh air over there? You like are. I look forward to uh, you talking every time, especially the intros, which can go on from uh, one to seven minutes, depending on if you're feeling the vibe or not. And um, I love that shit, so don't ever change. I do too. And what is goulash? Because I be like, she sings about goulash. I was like, I don't know what the hell it is, but she sings about it like it's delicious. Actually, it's like a, a Polish or Russian dish that's really like a really really poor people in the in the uh, like what they fed you in the goulash, you know. Like they just do everything together. 
Oh, really so- bad. Like, just take everything in the house that you had and just make it into a stew. Oh. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um. Pretty nasty. Jess, how did you meet Elon uh, James White, and what 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 was the process of you becoming the uh, host of the After Black? Well, I met Elon because when I was um, just doing stand up comedy um, and only doing that, I was really embraced in the black and Spanish rooms. And for the listeners that don't understand, I don't mean it was they were painted black. They had a they had a color named Spanish. Yeah, give me yeah. some of that Spanish brown. They right had there. a it was Spanish it was Spanish <laughs> architecture, and the rooms were very dark. There were no yes. lights. Uh-uh. A lot of and then there was and then there was one done in a lot of flamenco colors. <laughs> <laughs> So it, it was. I was considered an urban comic when I first started out, and I didn't mean to be an urban comic, but that's what I was, and I embraced it, and everyone embraced me, and so I did a lot of these rooms that were mostly black kids that were the comics, mm. and uh, and we met through that, and then he was kind of a little bit more alternative, like <laughs> you know what I mean, where. Yeah. There's, there was a new thing coming up that was like, hey, you don't have to be Def Jam style, mm. you know, yeah. to be a black kid who does comedy. And that was, he was kind of on the beginning of that, where there were a bunch of kids coming up, like Victor, uh, Vernado, you've had him on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we had him on a couple uh, times, love that guy. Yeah, Victor, he's, I love Victor, he's brilliant. And uh, Baron Vaughn, another guy that came onto the scene. And there were a couple guys that came on that are doing really well now. Eric Andre. Yep, Hannibal Burris. Sure, Hannibal, of course, yeah. Uh, Barrett Tunde. So all these guys that were doing stuff that was different from what I came Where I came from was the Def Jam. Mm. I came from that kind of thing. Was Like I did, you know, I do a lot of characters on stage. I did like black and Spanish and white, you know, making fun of white people and all that stuff. And it was, it was not hack yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was doing it when people were like, well, you can't, guys, you're a white girl. You can't talk about that on stage. You know, so people were getting real uptight. So I was thrown into these certain categories that I had to go. And that's shows that I had to go play. That's kind of your background, though, too, though. Didn't you like I know you I've heard you talk about um, growing up like around gangs and stuff when you were uh, younger. So like uh, a lot of that stuff comes from like your childhood and that was your friends. And I think we all naturally learn to imitate our friends and find comedy there. And, and, you know, it's kind of like your safe zone. That's exactly, exactly right. But, but, you know, Rod, Karen, nobody was really, you know, I was the first white girl on Def Comedy Jam. Nobody really knew what to do with me Mm. when I got there. Everybody was like, well, (laughs) maybe we should braid your hair. (laughs) Oh, boy. And I was like, no, 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 no. And and not not that, you know, I went through a phase of braiding my hair, and I was younger. I was a teen in, in L.A., and I went and braided my hair. But it was, I wasn't trying to. Be, you know, like, I don't want to be on stage and people think I'm trying to pander to them. You right. know what I mean? I want to tell my truth. And so I was like, look, I dress like a weirdo. I'm a funky little weirdo. Don't try to fuck with my style. You know, and plus, I don't want to lie to people. They, people people know when you're telling the truth. Yes, they not, do. You know? Yeah. It definitely so, comes across. Unless you're Rick Ross, <laughs> then, then I can't tell. So, um, so skip to meeting Elon and them, and, and Elon really took to my story and I and I felt like he really understood what my story was and he really embraced me for who I was and kind of got it and promoted me with his crew 
and and it was really you know because he was trying to promote something that was just for people of color and he invited me in i was really flattered and i and you know of course my mother was very proud she was very <laughs> proud she was like oh jesse god thank god you know you found your people and she said that she said you found your people you know and i so I um because she never she never said it. she and I never really got along. That's uh, <laughs> now does she does yeah. she listen to the After Black? Has she ever heard it? She wants to, and I keep telling her it's fine with me. I mean, she's heard everything that mm-hmm. I've ever said. I mean, she doesn't. She's not, and she taught me for fuck's sake. She's yeah. a, she's the bitch who was who was knocking people out in front of me and you know cursing and and getting riled up. I mean, it wasn't you know and talking about how history w- was his story at school and shit like that. <laughs> I, mean, I learned it. I'm learning it from her. So when she hears it back on the on the shows and stuff, she just gets a kick out of it. Even when I talk a lot of shit about her because you know I feel she didn't really guide me. I mean, mm-hmm. we were friends. We hung out. But she didn't give me much guidance. You know what oh, I mean? it's kind of like I always say, like, uh, when it comes to parents, you can either be cool or you can be good. Yeah. You and, can't and, there's, be both. and there's no in between. Like, it's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, if you're too much of your child's friend and it's like, hey, man, you're cool as shit, but you are fucking me up. I should not be getting high with you right now. Or I, drunk with you right now. You should be making me do homework. And then if you're, like, really good uh, at being a parent, like, I'm like, my parents were really good. And then, like, I didn't discover that they were cool till I was older. And I was like, y'all are cool as shit. And they're like, that's right. We had to be good parents. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> had to keep it a secret. Oh, look at that. Yes. That's exactly right. No, you don't want to come in. Look, my dad, I'm sure you heard me talk about it before. My dad was the pervy-ass fucking dad. Hey, you, you girls want to have a party? All right, let me go get my guitar. You know, like, oh boy. you, pervert. You know, crazy-ass weirdo. And then and my mom just getting high and, you know, coming to me crying and shit like, I always thought to myself, this bitch needs friends her own age. You know what I mean? Like, that was a lot. I thought of that a lot when I was a kid. Like, God damn, lady. You know, but then I realized, like, you grow up and, you and like you said, you get to know who your parents are and shit. And, like, my mom still doesn't really take good care of herself. So I see how come, you know, yeah. I was so fucked up. It's because she, you know, when the person who's supposed to take care of you isn't taking care of herself, then you're fucked. You know yeah. what I mean? And after a so, while, it's like... You just get to an age where it's like, all right, I have to take care of myself. Like, it doesn't even matter where, like, we all come from different places and shit, but there's just a point where, like, nobody gives a fuck anymore. So you Mm -hmm. can't be like, no, man, my mom was, like, on drugs and shit. That's like, yeah, we're still firing you from IHOP today. So (laughs) get your shit and (laughs) you have to go. Plus, I hung out with gang members. I hung out with Mexican cholos when I was 14. And my mom moved out of the hotel we were living in when I was 15. So when I was 14, I was hanging out with kids who would bust on me for what I wore. Mm. You know what I mean? And they, I mean, we were all really poor, but they had the, you know, they had their shit was from Kmart, but it was hooked up. You know, <laughs> fat, fat creases and fucking real clean bleached each shirts, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's that lay. Uh, that's I that like uh, a That's that layaway fashion. Yes, you know? like there's a difference. <laughs> like I, when I went to Kmart, we were off the rack, man. Like whatever mom had in her pocket that day, that's what we walked out with. But you know, some of my friends didn't. You know, they understood that there was classism in Kmart too. You put some shit on layaway, come back in a couple months, your shit is flyer than my Kmart shit. I completely relate to that. Mm, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, and they have their their shit was tight, and so 
they were always busting that on me about like you guys are wearing my fucking mother's tablecloth, Jessica. You know, oh. so it was always a lot of a lot of busting on Jess about what I was wearing because we shopped at thrift shops. You know, before every hipster in town fucking decided to raise the prices. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Me, like, too. You know, if somebody murdered their parents in that outfit, you're going to fucking pay $100. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Man, like, really, man, fuck Macklemore, man, because he's making going to the thrift shop cool. But I was going to the thrift shop when it wasn't cool. cool. And it took way more fucking bravery to go up in there, man. Like, I could have literally been wearing some of my classmates shit that they couldn't wear anymore to school and they probably recognize it like hold on let me see that let me see that jacket is there an rq in the back yeah man that's my jacket man i used to have that (laughs) exactly exactly no i was always i mean shit i was the smelly kid you know the kid i was weird um you know the food that they should pack for me when i was a little girl when you're a vegan you can't really eat much so i had like watermelon slices that would you know drip out of the paper bag and shit <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, be, oh, just a mess you know but now but look it's at good you for the humor now are you yeah. go ahead Karen. i was asking now are you all meat everything now hell yeah oh my god <laughs> oh, i go blame you. i'm like let me have bacon on that bacon on bacon yeah oh, now god. i worked in a hot dog place for eight years i was like fuck yeah let's serve some pork and beef <laughs> now the, another thing that you were uh you were talking about on the after black for a while um you were working as a waitress and yeah. Ka- karen and i have both worked as a waiter and waitress for years for, for years um that is like uh, no exaggeration that is the worst job is the worst man like i, I think bad. i would rather work at like a hiv clinic and <laughs> Like do the needles and all that shit. I'd rather do all that shit you than ever be respect. a waiter again, because it is it really it, it has a way of humiliating you, and it's the one job that everyone's kind of above anyway. But they treat you like you ain't shit, man. It's it's right back yeah. to medieval times. I, I hate it. It's soul crushing, and they just shit on you so much. You you really have to find a good place before you can like feel comfortable being a waiter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I started bartending after I was waiting. And when you're a bartender, you're fucking powerful. You are so yeah. fucking powerful. You're a big-ass drug dealer behind a wooden fucking plank. <laughs> you're like, what? what do you want? What? Maybe I'll give it to you, you faggot. What the fuck do you want? What the fuck do you want, bitch? What do you want? No, I don't know if I want to give it to you. How How much do you have in your pocket? What Are you, you going to leave money on the bar? Because you better fucking leave money on the bar. Like, <laughs> it's amazing how much shit you can get away with as a bartender. The power... And waiting, I worked uh, for somebody recently at a bar. It was a restaurant, and I was working as a bartender. And I made these ladies a couple cocktails, and I and I pulled, uh, you know, I went under the bar and I pulled the cocktails over to them, and I just put them on their on their table for them. And they saw me come out of the bar, so they knew I was the bartender. Say, oh, very nice. Oh, they look gorgeous. The cocktails, they look gorgeous. Thank you, darling. Thank you. And they're sipping their cocktails, and I get back into the bar, and I look over back at this table, these two women, and they fucking, one of them's got their arm up, and she's going, Miss, Miss, come here, Miss, to the waitress. I'm like, Fuck. Oh. I was just like the fucking hero of the night. Yeah, because you bring a drink. 
scream at. I mean, wow, it's fucked yeah. up. Nothing way low on the totem pole. Way like nothing, low. nothing makes me madder than people mistreating a waitress or a waiter. <gasps> yes, like right. it, it, I, it, like I, I, I could not. Like I will leave a meal and, and leave a friend by themselves if if that happens like we'll never eat out again yeah, no we won't if, if i'm if, if i'm hanging out. out like because i'm really sensitive to that shit because yeah. i used to be one mm-hmm. so i pick up even yeah. on little shit and i'm kind of like i know like i calm myself down I'm like right you're being too sensitive yeah it's completely okay to ask for a <laughs> refill on iced tea there's nothing wrong with saying can i have some ice to go on my tea calm down I'm with you. I'm 100%. Yeah. Because I mean, it makes me fucking crazy. And I won't, I'm like you, I won't be with friends. I won't even be friendly with those people yeah. anymore. They're not yeah. coming in my yard. They're, They're not coming to my, <laughs> my house. Oh, are you going to come fucking treat me like that at my barbecue when I fucking bring out a fucking tray of meat? <laughs> 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 like, fuck you. You're not coming around here. Fuck you. Yeah. No, true. I don't like that at all. Ooh, true story. I don't like that at all. True story. I had a, a guy who was like in my circle of friends, right? And, um, like, oh, this is, uh, my white friends. I, di- I didn't get white t- friends till I was like 25. So I would go out and eat with my white friends Aww. every Thursday. You know, hey, you learn, you live, you learn, you grow. And, um, it was good. To, it was good. To, you know, it was a good experience for me. So I, um, was hanging out with them and one of the guys, uh, we, we would eat wings at this restaurant. There's like fucking 20 of us sometimes. And we all ordering wings. Like, yeah, men, we're ordering wings. There's no women here. And, um, <laughs> you know, sp- sports and, and fighting and stuff. And so we're, we're, we're ordering our wings and the waitress comes out and he, this asshole decides like, you know what? I'm going to be king of the wings because it's a competition now. I'm going to eat 50 wings today. And we're like, okay, well, wings. that will fuck up the kitchen. But okay, you know, that's your thing. He's like, well, don't worry. I'm not going to order them all together. I want 10 this style, 10 that style, and 10 this other style now. Then I want you to wait 20 minutes, and then I want you to order me 10 more. And then five minutes after that, order me 10 more. Wow. And she's like, well, the kitchen's going to be very busy. He's like, just do it. And so she does the order just like he says. But between like the third plate and fourth plate or whatever, he got full. Like it's like a natural human being, being would would get full. That's a lot of fucking wings. And he blamed her and was like, "You took too long, my wings." And was like mad as hell the rest of the day. He was like yelling at her till I had to say something to him. And uh, I so I stopped being friends with him and like was like fuck this guy forever. Um, and come to find out, like uh, later on, like he said like something racist to some other black dude at a bar or something. And I was like, I told y'all. Now, do those two things really go together? Not really, but they do in my brain. <laughs> yeah. If you treat waiters like shit, you're fucked up. No, it's true, though. How can you yeah. not equate that shit together when people, I don't like, look, I don't like classes. I don't like races. I don't like classes. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like people who think, oh, because I have more money or I never had to serve anybody.
Oh, please get me my wings. Get me my water. Get me my sword. You know, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and it's very, it. it's very frustrating. And I know for us, we're actually overdue. Like, a lot of times we're over-tip. And a lot of times, because we both serve, we'll end up making... Roger had to tell me to stop stacking the plates up on the edge of the table. Because I would, like, stack the plates, stack the cups, stack the forks. They come, and all they have to right. do is, like, walk past and keep right. going. He was like, baby, make them work for their tip. And I'd be well, like... Well, you know what it is? It's not even make them work. It's sometimes I feel like if you wait on us, you don't have shit to do. No, you like, really don't. Like right, I feel like they're right. so bored because it's you just like it. you keep it so clean. That's how I am. I'm like wiping it down. I don't want the water to, to fucking bleed. You know, yes. So so conscientious. Yeah. So yes. Conscious. But you know what? I'll get pissed at a fucking if I'm on a plane and I don't I don't fly much. <laughs> I don't want to sound too bougie, but I gotta tell you guys, <laughs> if I'm on a plane and that fucking flight attendant, man, woman, I don't give a fuck. If you're standing in the aisle and you're talking like full blast to some fool in a in a seat there, like just talking, carrying on, and there's say like a movie or something on, or maybe it's late at night, red eye, shut the fuck up and go to your goddamn seat and read yeah. a book. You know what I mean, right? I'm sorry. Is that mean? No, no, no. I mean, okay? no, no. I feel like what the fuck are they doing? We don't. That man isn't that lonely. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can go through this two hours of flight. It's it's midnight. I all just have a book. That, you know? <laughs> I don't know. That, that I think that makes me pissed. Some of that shit. That's just being considerate of other people around. And uh, we were talking about uh, serving yesterday when we went out to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the server came and he was like, Roger was like, I want, uh, can we get to go boxes? And the dude said yes. And so right after he said that, he walked over there. He got like a, a table of like 10 with like adults and kids. And I seen him over there. It was at a Mexican restaurant. I see him over there. And this thing I know, he squeezing lemons and, and chopping shit like out in the open and stuff like that. And so I, I was fine because I seen he was busy. And he came back by. He was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, honey, I see you over there working hard. Don't, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't get he, mad. He thanked us for, yeah. for he thanked Aww. us for being nice. Yeah. I was like, how do you, uh, I was like, that is a default emotion that most people when going out to eat should have. You should want to have a nice time. You should be nice to the people. Unless somebody does something fucked up, why would you even like come out the house like, I'm going to go eat this salad, but I'm going to be angry Man, as I'll fuck. be angry. Angry at my delicious ass salad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, you visit up here much? Oh my God. Everyone's fucking, are you kidding me? I had lunch today. I'm not even making this up. I had lunch today with my aunt. My my big ass fucking stoner Jewish aunt, she and her friends, the biggest Jew broads you ever met, and they're all in their in their sixties now, and and it's just they're old and they complain about shit just constantly, mm. just fucking constantly. Oh, it's very hot in here. Oh, it's kind of drafty over there. Oh, it's too bright, right? It's very bright. Are you bright? They're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Sit down. We're gonna have lunch. Oh, it's killing me. And everyone. Oh, do you mind, darling? I know I'd like the dressing on the side. Like if, if oh, yeah. you know the people that yes. every fucking thing they need special for those, them. Those people need people. to, those are the people that are supposed to stay home. Yes. When everything, like oh. the other people that kill me, and I know uh, people are going to get pissed off at this because, you know, it's obviously like they can't help it. But the people that kill me are the ones that are like, all right, I'm in IHOP. It's like, all right, cool. Um. So, does this omelet have eggs in it? Because I'm allergic to eggs. I'm like, what the fuck? Stay home. Yes. Yes. Or the, or the, or the people uh, that come in and they be like, yes, I want my bacon uh, extra kind of sort of burnt. And right. I would like my eggs 
kind of, sort of uh-huh. done. I would like the egg whites, not the regular egg whites, but yeah. the special egg whites I wanna, that I know I, y'all got. I want a steak like, well on. done. I want my steak well done. I want it burnt black all the way through, and I want it in two minutes. It's like, uh, that can't happen, sir. No. you. That's, uh-uh. and I, not how, I, that's not how fire works. Yes, I want to say, you know what? Here's your money. Go home and cook your own meal. Yes, seriously. The way you want it. Exactly. You know that I had a girl one time. I I was selling hot dogs at this hot dog restaurant up here. And this girl walked in. We have the menu right on the wall right behind me. And this girl walked in. She's reading the fucking menu. And she says to me, what is chili cheese dog? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I I looked at her for fucking like three seconds. I just stared at her. And then I said... I think you just told me, baby. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to say to that? My favorite person. What is, she's an American, you know what I mean? Like, what is Chili Cheese Dog? We fucking, ugh. Here's my favorite. I'll stab you. I'll just stab you. We had bats behind the counter at that time. It was good. Here's my favorite customer, this this guy who goes, uh, so what do I want to eat? And I'm supposed to look at them, I don't know, read their palm and come up with, their fortune and tell them exactly what will be good um and a lot of times like when i worked at ihop they had shit on the menu that was just downright abhor like just terrible no one mm-hmm. wanted to eat it and i knew because i'd seen so many people return the food and there were used to be these ladies who come in there and they'd always be like oh this is on the light menu i think i want some uh french crepes with marmalade Mm-mm. and i'm like ma'am have you ever had a marmalade crepe. or a crepe uh and she and they they were like oh it looks so it looks so good. I was like, uh, inside that 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 blintz is actually sour cream. That's not that's that's not um, and cottage cheese. Yeah, sour cream and cottage cheese. There's nothing sweet about it. I know it looks sweet because they put whipped cream on top, but it's actually pretty tart. tart. Well, you know what? I'm gonna try it anyway, and I'm just like, okay. Well, you'll be returning this shit in two minutes. to a restaurant and say, what do I want to eat? Are like the comedians that go on stage and grab the <laughs> microphone and go, what do I want to talk about? Yeah. I'll be like, you know what? I'll fucking kill you from here. Are you yeah. kidding? Uh, I, I, uh, I get so violent. Wait, everybody just get prepared. Let everybody just have a little preparation in their life. What the fuck are you doing? Are you texting? You're too busy texting? You can't prepare? I, I don't understand. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the thing. We waited back before the internet really blew up so i'm so glad i can't even imagine Imagine. what the fuck people go through now it's like i'm gonna tweet about this meal before it's like well ma'am can i take your order excuse me sending out a funny facebook that i'm here excuse me i gotta post this on instagram (laughs) or you over there you know doing something and they're like recording you going back and forth you know what i mean it's it's one of those things where you Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh you gotta be fucking kidding me oh i'm like yeah so i'm i had someone uh once threatened me with a, a blog a blogging they were like, wow. that service at the, at the hot dog place. And he goes, well, I'm going to blog about you all weekend. And I wow. looked at him and I said, you know, I used to be scared to get shot at. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> so. Like, what the fuck? That what, is what, so. Uh, your blog doesn't scare me, honey. Th- that's yeah, so. That's hello. so 2013. Oh, you got to be kidding me. We had an incident once where my boss got into a fist fight with the customer at the same joint that I worked at, and we had to pull all the videotapes. Because wow. it was that violent. Like, he oh, fucked shit. the up so bad. Oh, and we had it from every angle. We're like, oh, I'm going to have to hold it. It was amazing. We had to burn the tapes. Burn the tapes. Oh, that, that's the other thing, too, is uh, when I was younger, 
I used to kind of have a little bit of reverence for the management position at, at like restaurants and shit where I'd be like, well, he is my manager, so I don't want him to write me up. But then when I got older, I was like, you're a fuck up like me, dude. You can't judge me. You'd be out here whooping some ass at these customers if they were cussing at you too. I know it's so. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I do have one important question to ask you though, Jesswood. Um, these are all important. What's up? I noticed that, um, you have a lot of tattoos and. Yeah. I recently made a pledge to our audience that if we get a hundred people that subscribe to our premium stuff, we'll get, I'll get a tattoo. Um, do they hurt a lot and how long do they take? Um, and I, I heard you can't, I heard you can't drink if you get them and, uh, stuff no, like no, that. Don't drink, babe. Don't drink. Okay. Don't drink. You'll, you'll bleed, you'll bleed a lot more if you oh, drink. No. Oh, so you no. don't want to drink. Um, get it small. If you don't want it to take a long time, mm. what are you going to get? Do you know what you're getting? I think I'm going to get the hashtag for our podcast, you know, on Twitter, even though I'm sure, you know, in three years, I regret that. I just want to get something that represents <laughs> the show and where it is now and uh, what it means to me that people would even, um, you know, pledge uh, any sort of uh, money towards us, um, especially like the way it is, it's like a year subscription. Some people are buying the entire year, which means they know we are going to be here a year from now because we're, we work so hard and we consistently put out stuff. And I want to reward that kind of faith, uh, by putting something on my body. So I think I'm just going to put the hashtag for TBGWT and, uh, put it on my arm. So nice. Well, I suggest that you get it like in an old English cursive or something like that. Make it a little bit more your own, you know okay. what I mean? Like personalize it. Perhaps this is a just wood suggestion, mm-hmm. but it's not going to take long. It's just, a, it's just a few letters. You okay. know, it's not going to take long at all. And where are you thinking of getting it? Uh, on my right upper arm, because that's not my jack-off arm, so I feel like, <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll be okay for the next few days. Well, you're not getting Jesus on it, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right? What? Well, I don't know, man. I don't know the rules. This is, I'm, I'm a tattoo version. <laughs> I don't, I, I, um, I saw a dude you today. Can still use it. You can still use your arm. Oh, okay. Are you going to do the inside, like where the muscle is on the inside? No, I'm going to do the outside so people can see it. Yeah, there you go, there you go, because that doesn't hurt as much. That doesn't hurt as much at all. Okay, cool. I, yeah, somebody was like, oh, man, you, you know, like, if you get it by the ribs or the bone, that's where it hurts the most. I was like, that is not the purpose of my tattoo. I don't know what the fuck you're into. The purpose of my tattoo is just to, to show people about the show and some type of pride. I don't want to uh, put it like, oh, this hurt so bad. It was it was awesome. I was crying. People, yeah, people got it on tape. Yeah, because we're going to record it and stuff like that and uh, put it out for the premium oh, members. And and also, um, I want people to support because I told him just that um, uh, he I call him my white wife because he stays at home. He cooks and cleans that. and takes yes, care. I love that. And so I want him, I want, I, you know, I want to free the white wife. White I, housewife. Uh, yes, white uh-huh. housewife. There's, there's no shame in that. Be proud. Hold your brooms and mops up, ladies. I did do a lot of cleaning today. I did. Um, oh, I love you. Well, I think it's going to be great. I think it's a wonderful idea. I don't see why not. Yeah. If, and, and, you know, it's not going to be bad. It's not going to be bad. It's I'm, gonna, I'm it's excited. It's hurt. It's going to be fine. I'm excited, man. We get to like 200, probably do face tap. I'm just joking, everybody. Do not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like face tap me. It would have to be like podcaster for life, bitch. I'm never going back to, to work, work ever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you in this interview. <laughs> what else did you do? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have a cat in the hat on the back of my neck. So that's, I've lived with that for a long time. You know? Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I was actually, um, 
on facebook i was talking about the a woman's neck man and how sexy it is like the nape of the neck like i saw when mm. somebody was talking to me and her picture on twitter was the nape of her neck and i think the nape of women's necks is, is so like kissable and stuff like sometimes i walk up to karen and i'll just start kissing on the nape of her neck and <laughs> without permission and i i was like does that make me a napist and a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people were, were were very upset by that man but i mean it is my Why? wife what honestly a lot of dudes were saying like that is not cool because um a lot of women will have like naps and stuff on their neck like that like where their hair is and i told them that us in the naping uh industry we call those napetizers you just oh lord (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that man well you gotta love you love the lady you love her all you gotta love her all around that's what i'm saying Everything that comes with her, you gotta love. You can't be like, Ugh, we love your fucking shit, and sh- fucking cheese. You know, right. you got cheese. We're like, oh, you know, maybe we wash you. Maybe we bring you in and gently wash you. Yeah. And then we and then we continue what we were doing. But I think that's beautiful. I think the neck gets lost and all the titties and all the ass that's out right now, especially it's getting warm. We see a lot of titties and ass yes. in the streets. I think that the neck is getting lost, and I thank you for bringing it back. I love the neck. The neck is, it gets me. Ooh, Karen, do you love the neck? I mean, when he comes up and nap, gets you on the nap? Yes, most of the time. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so we doing this. Yeah, well, Karen doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It's on, right? It's on. And you're going for the neck. It's on. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's not like a cute little, like, oh, love you. See you in a few minutes. Right. Uh-uh. This is like, okay. We're yeah. Gonna, this, this floor is going to have to do. Karen always, well, like. Karen always warns me if I mess with the neck because then it's like, don't play like that. And I'm like, oh, yes, I am. I'm not. It is not a game. Once you, once you go there, we'll not turn <laughs> yeah. it back. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's will, like the point of no return, sir. Yeah, we will be late That's to right. something. We will be late. Don't to play no work. games. Right. It's like apparently apparently we are not eating out. That's my serious spot. Right. Yes. It's, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like, don't crate the car if we ain't going nowhere. Don't waste my time. <laughs> Like, I'll, leave, I'll leave my shoes on, but we're gonna fucking have to deal with something before we go. <laughs> right. It's like uh, if, if we're gonna be eating out, then we're gonna be late. So some somebody will be eating out, but we'll be eating out at home. Um, <laughs> yes. So. Um, <laughs> I love it. I always, I try to do, I try to do public service announcements on stage when I'm, uh, I talk about, you gotta go down, you gotta, you gotta eat like you're starving. Starving. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hungry, like you haven't eaten in days, weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't care. With some passion. You gotta have some passion in your life, man. Yes. A passion and listen and, and, you know, listen and learn. That's what I, I tell the, the boys. Just listen and learn. You know, if you listen to a woman and you, and you listen to what's happening when she's doing, when she's, you know, wriggling and squiggling about, and you just open your ears, mm-hmm. things will, things will all come together. And it's like hard. I, a I lot of times, a lot of times it's hard to open your ears down there because sometimes they'll put that leg lock on your ears. <laughs> and, you know? <laughs> That that wrestling move. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I did not know legs could be so strong, but it's fine. It's fine. It's a good sign. um, Well, that's where our strength lies, my friend, below the waist. Yeah, yeah. Us us gals, the upper upper body, it's eh, it's a little weaker. Below the waist, look out. Won't catch any argument from me. 
uh now um i guess i should introduce the show um it's the blackout test podcast uh blackouttest.com uh blackouttest.com slash premium and uh the official weapon is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme Mm -hmm. and uh today's podcast is sponsored by the sexiest and the most appropriate i guess after this conversation uh sponsored that we have um and that is adamandeve.com so let me play some sexy music real quick Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't take it back, did you? Mm-hmm. I did. I organized my Spotify list. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom after the conversation we just had? Are you a napist <laughs> in rape? It's not your fault. Look, look what that nape had on. It's, oh, Lord. What did it have on? Practically asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> have you been fantasizing around surprising your lover with a adventurous new tour or adult movie? Hmm? I do every day. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all, guys and ladies. When you get 50% off of one item, you also get three, count them, three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift that is so sensual, it could be anything. Yep. And I'm not joking. It really could. Yeah, it's been all over the place. Yes. And to top it all off, they even throw in the best kind of shipping, free shipping. Yes, sir. So, look, if you go buy something... All you're paying is half of your stuff plus a little bit of tax. Mm-hmm. You're good to go, buddy. You should do this. What do you have to do to do it? You put in TBGWT when you go check out. Uh, just put that in the offer code yep. box. It condoms, your lubes. You yeah. know, it's National Clitorious Month. Mm-hmm. Clitorious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Take, take, take care of that. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah when you do you get your three free adult dvds free extra gift free shipping that's tbgwt adamandeve.com all right i only have one random thought today i have a lot but i'm only gonna use this one um because uh it, it happened to me today um now just do you, you're in new york so do you even like you probably don't have to have a car right you probably use mass transit that's right oh man see I like having a car. I like the control of it and stuff. And everything in Charlotte is far away. It's not like New York where you can just hop on a train or something. You never get there on our transit. Yeah, but I I really hate going to the gas station. And I hate it even more since we moved because, like, we used to live, like, in the upper class, like, white side of town. Not that we were paying big rent or anything different. It just happened to be that our apartment was where the white people in in Charlotte State. State, yeah. Well, the white people with money. And then now we've kind of moved back over closer to uh, where I grew up, you know, and we're still not in the hood or anything, but the gas station is so fucking different, man. It to, is. Today I went to the gas station, and, like, every time I go to this gas station up, up the street, I always get solicited by, like, three or four people. Um, and today's guy was, I believe, a nutritionist, right? Oh, Lord. Yeah, right. Because you know how we're all looking for nutritionists. Nutritionists while you're pumping gas. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I need some gas, and I like to change my diet. Um, and my cholesterol's too high. Right. So he, he I, I go in to get some Gatorade because I just finished going to the gym and working out and stuff. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get some Gatorade, get home. I got to prepare for this show. Got to check uh, Jess's sound quality, all this stuff. We're going to, you know, we got a lot of stuff to do. I don't have time to fuck around. No offense to this to Buddy selling the nutritionist stuff, right? So I'm like, I walk past him. He's like, "Hey, hey, brother, man, hey, hey, man, I got, I got some uh good, you know, some good uh stuff I want to talk to you about. Um, so offer that you can't refuse." I said, "Uh, no." I just kept walking, and he looked like 
like damn you gonna do me like this and i was like uh, he was opening the door for me too and i was like thanks and i just walked past him and got my gatorade and um i'm waiting in line and oh also there's a girls volleyball team in line now first of all girls volleyball sexiest athletes in my opinion um but these girls were like 14 not cool right not no cool. no the children i'm i'm in line there's like two or three older guys behind me and then there's like the volleyball girls who like they're directly behind me then there's like three or four older guys in line and the volleyball girls are sitting there in their tight pants and shit i made a complete like uh look at their face that's what i do i look at i always look at chicks faces i was like oh those girls are 14 no thank you don't even look over in that direction ain't that the truth well the creeps behind me are like uh (laughs) hey you girls on a volleyball team and uh Um. the girls are like yeah and then the one guy goes i don't know who what who they're playing but i'm rooting for this team and I was like, dude. Oh, Lord. Do they need to come uh, lock you up, sir, immediately? Would, like, have a seat over there uh, and drink some, some lemonade. Some, yeah, and I'm Chris Hansen is on his way for you, sir. Yeah, have a cookie and just wait for Chris Hansen. But um, that was creepy as shit. And the girls kept, like, and the girls even were creeped out. We were like, yeah. oh, 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 my God, what is he saying? I was like, like, you don't know to be my daddy. They looking at them crazy. Yeah, the whole time I was just going, I hate this fucking gas station. Um, So... <laughs> The, the the one lady who's in line uh, or who's working the register apparently is having tremendous issues reading. I don't know if she just like learned to read yesterday or what, but like yeah. it was there was like a sign that said like donuts, donuts three for ninety nine cent, and you know those donuts have been there since like the beginning of May. And um she she ah. she's just looking at the sign like three for ninety nine and you got two so. Let's see. How, how do I do that? It's probably not programmed in there. Yeah, she's scanning all kinds of shit. And then, like, so she finally gets that put in the system. And then the person goes, oh, also, I want uh, two scratch-off lottery tickets, three other lottery tickets, and uh, one of the education lottery I was like, God damn, damn it. it. After it took her 15 minutes to ring your, your donuts up, come on. Right. So someone else comes in. They open the line. I finally get checked out. Uh, a homeless dude gets behind me, and he gets way too fucking close to me when I'm scanning my debit card. I was like, dude. Stop trying to figure out my number. I will fuck you up. And uh, then he uh, backed up off of me, and I walked out. And when I walked out, the same guy told no, opened the door for me, and was like, listen, man, listen. <laughs> oh, he was still on his hustle. Oh, no. Right. I thought one no would be sufficient, but apparently it's not enough in these streets anymore. He's like, look, man, I got an offer that you really need to think about. And I said, no, I have to go. And he's like, look, man, listen. It could save your life. (laughs) Wow. I was like, first of all, you should leave with that. Second of all, I got to go, man. So I got in my car and left. But I was thinking, like, if he really wanted to to win this pitch, what he needs to do, if he would have said, listen, I could save your life. Roderick Morrow, Joy Scott threw your letter in the trash in seventh grade after it took you a week to write it. <laughs> then you might have your attention. You used to throw up in lunch at lunch in, in the fourth grade so your parents could come pick you up from school. <laughs> used to used to masturbate the Victoria's Secrets in the bathroom, and you thought no one knew, but everybody knew. They could hear it from outside. Oh then Lord! I'd be like, I'd be like, oh my God! Tell me, tell, tell me, me what it is. What it, what what is it that can save my life? Like, are you from the future or some shit? But nah, he's just a dude want to be a nutritionist. So fuck that gas station oh. and fuck gas stations. Yeah, for for me, what I do is that because I'm a woman, I actually pay attention. I treat the gas station like I treat the bank. 
If I see you just lottering and just around doing nothing, I roll right on past and go on to the next one because I'm like, especially if I'm by myself, because it's yeah. one of those things where I don't, I don't like people just walking up on me because you don't never know people's intentions. Yeah, is this like the yeah. new? Is this what ladies feel like getting street harassed? Is this how uh-huh. it feels to just? It's yeah. like I just want to pump my gas, man. It's like. Yeah. I want to be a nutritionist, bitch. Come on. And you're like, I, I, I just, I'm just here. I'm just, just, just leave me alone. And sometimes you have to be stern. And, and I know for me, I don't know about for Jess, but most of the time I'm a pretty happy, happy person. I smile and things like that. But some dudes just don't take no for an answer. So sometimes, especially when older dudes, older creepy dudes, like them little girls, older creepy dudes, I have to put on my ugly fuck you face. But they go, oh, I better leave her alone. You know, and I don't want to do that. But sometimes you have to do that because your no is not sufficient. And you're like, I told you no. Do I have to get ugly and show my ass out here for you know that you need to go somewhere else? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I have a thing that I do a lot that is, it seems to work, where I pretend like I have a horrible cough. Oh. Because we're on the street here a lot of the time, so... People try to come up to you or come close to you or walk near you or walk behind you or, you know, or get on the train and stand real close to you or some shit like that. And I have no problem yelling at somebody either, but I'll always give them, I, I try to give the cost the benefit of the doubt, you know, mm. give them the benefit of the doubt. If they don't fucking leave me with the cost, then I'll yell at them. You know, Usually, I, mm-hmm. I can muster a pretty good fucked up cost. Maybe that's what I need. To, what I'm thinking about doing is maybe I need to get like a gun. But then when they come approach me, I put it to my own head and hold myself hostage. You know, <laughs> it was like, don't, don't come any closer. I'll do it. I'll fucking, I'll blow my fucking brains out, man. I don't want a nutritionist. I just want to get some gas and get the fuck out of here. And then See, they wouldn't want me to do that. But like, they'd be like, is that a 3D gun that you printed off your printer? Right. It don't matter. It still shoots. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work six times. That's like blazing saddles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, he's got a gun. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> what? Oh, one of the funniest movies. That's got to be one of the top funniest movies that can't be made in, again. Ever. Like, <laughs> I know, right? They'll never be able to make that shit ever again. Oh, man. Ever. Society they got... Back, it's like as progressive as society got, like, it's way too politically correct. They try to do that. Like, people get mad about, like, uh, I think Johnny Depp is going to play uh, Tonto or something, like an Indian right. in the Long Ranger. Yeah. People are already mad before even seeing it. Like, there's no fucking way you could do a Blazing Saddles in 2013, but I wish you could. Uh, because they're like, the Red Men should play the Red Men. Yeah. You know, I understand. <laughs> I totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I fucking get it. I fucking get it. But it's it's Hollywood, and this right. shit's been happening. Jews have been playing Indians since fucking 1932. So yes, we gotta, you know. I, I got. I'm one of those. Fuck. I'm one of those people that I gotta see it before I get mad. Like. Uh, I remember Robert Downey Jr. played a black dude in Tropic Thunder, and he did such a good job. I really don't see how anyone could be mad after seeing it. I, I feel like if you're mad, you're just mad about the theory of what happened and not because he didn't do anything wrong. And yeah. it was so funny. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can so get mad funny. at that shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do you think anybody, do you, let me ask you all this. Do you think anybody should be mad at Tyler Perry? Oh no! Fuck no! Here's a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tyler Perry. You know a lot of people are. That's why. I right. Because a lot of people seem to be very mad at Tyler Perry, and I wonder why. I don't know. I'm not mad. I don't care about him. Yeah, like, I don't go see his movies. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. So okay. what do you think? Look, we're on the same page. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's yeah, all I'm saying. we don't we don't go see him either, and that's completely different. I think a lot of people 
um, go see them. They're terrible. And then they get angry. Yeah. It's one of those things where uh, he, uh, a lot of his, um, people who followed him were from his church plays like years and years right. and years before that he did the church plays. So when he went big time, a lot of those people still supported him. And so he hasn't changed his writing style. When you write for plays, it's a certain way that you write over dramatic and stuff, but because you write on a play. So the person in the front needs to feel you like the person in the 80th row. Right. But when you're on right. screen, you could be more subtle and he's not as subtle. So a lot of times at the beginning, you could tell who the villain is. You can almost tell who the twist is. And, and to, for me, that's very, very but boring. His, like his movies yeah. aren't yeah. good. No, they're not. And I, right. I think what happens is like, there's a, a lot of like black people that we, look at stuff where it's like whatever you put out represents all of us Mm -hmm. so people get mad that his stuff is shitty and that they feel like it represents them but i don't feel like that because that would be like if jewish people were like adam sandler's movies are setting us back i'd be like they're they're not gonna feel that way like they they just (laughs) this shit sucks too now you just you just don't go see that shit well let me ask you this as a female comedian can i say that amy schumer and lisa lampanelli fucking send me back for like they're sending me backwards you but you're actually. And I know we're live. I know I'm on the fucking. Ra- I don't give a fuck. Do you think whether they're not going to hire me? Oh, these bitches haven't fucking hired me ever. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I wonder. I feel like they. Am I taking it too personal? And I'm being no, like, no, no, no. Well, too personal. Or I think that something that I. Yeah. I think the difference is you're in that industry and in that field. Like, I I would actually understand a black filmmaker. Even though, I, you know, I would say you got to get over it and, and just do your shit. But I would understand if a black filmmaker felt some way about Tyler Perry's movies and being like people prejudge based off of his movies and think that when they come to me that I that either I need to do exactly what he's he doing or they don't even give me a chance because they're like, oh, black filmmakers are so shitty. They'll go see Tyler Perry. Why would I fucking go see this other guy who's doing something completely different? So I could kind of understand the resentment. Even though I, at the end of the day, you still got to just do your shit mm-hmm. and yeah, people will yeah. fuck with you for your shit. It's not yes, like, will. like, it's not like Jess Wood is going, I'm not going to do comedy because Lisa Lampanelli's out there, you no. know? <laughs> no, it makes you want to do it more. Right. But I just wonder if, if and, and you have a point. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I understand. And that's wonderful. Yeah, you're right. It's, I'm too close. I'm too yeah. close. But you can still yeah. be pissed, though. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't still be pissed. And, and 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 I know this might sound weird um, asking you this, but have you ever been like compared to like other white female comics? You know, have you ever went up and ever like, well, you know, you don't do like such 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 or anything like that? Because I know in comedy, the the female unit is kind of small, regardless of the color. Just the female unit is small. Oh yeah, and those are the girls. Those are the, those are the women I get compared to, and I don't think I'm anything like them. Okay, I, feel like I understand you. You know what I mean, Karen? Like, yeah, Lisa, yeah. Lisa deals with race, but in a way that I think is very hateful, in my right. opinion. Yeah. And um, and Amy deals with sex, but she deals with it as a victim, which mm-hmm. I also feel is very is not my is not my idea of a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so both both. When, yeah. So neither one of those is my favorite uh, stance. You know, so I feel like when people compare me to either one of them, I get that they don't have anybody else to compare me to. Right. Yeah, I really wish that somebody would say like, "Hey, you're more like um, even like Adele Givens or somebody." You know, if I w- if I wish they would compare black and white. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wish you know they would I mean? too because, because it would make more sense. It would. I, I would you know, Lonell. I, I would feel like I'm more like Lonell than I am like Amy Schumer. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, but I can't go into a fucking agent office or management office and say to them, hey, you know, um, how about if Eminem did comedy? I'd be right. like, the girl Eminem. You know, like I used to do that to people. <laughs> right. right. And they'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I do understand. <laughs> but, but you guys are not in your head. Like, yeah, yeah, we get it because you know me and you get me and you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. They don't. They didn't get it. Well, it also helps that it also helps that we're black and that we uh, like listen to you. So, you know, I think a lot of times when you're like in a meeting or something, you're trying to give like a brief synopsis of yourself and people are only comfortable with, well, it's a mix of this person with that person. It's like, oh, so that's what you do. It's like not fucking really. And that's not that's not true. And, And I do understand what you're saying, Jess, because I guess for me, when it comes to comedy, Comedy literally has no color, even though people joke yeah. about race and things like that. So I do understand um, as being a female and as being a, a white female, I understand it's very frustrating when they've already set standards and uh, want to compare you to certain things because you talk about race when you like, OK, but but we're not the same. Like, I want to be an individual and I want you to look at me as the individual female comic. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't want it for any for any though. You know, I could say that Elon and and all the guys that I mentioned at the top of the show probably had the same fight right. uh, that I did in a different realm. Right? They had to fight the industry and saying, no, you don't just have one type of black comedian. Mm-hmm. There are these other types, and then they made it so that there was a monetary, you know, because that's all the fucking business listens to, that there was monet- there was money behind what they were saying, so people started to listen. And now the entire black comedy scene is, is tilted on its head and, and more in line with Elon and Eric and Victor, yeah. you yeah. know, than, than with uh, uh, anybody from the old days. I mean, even, you know, a Martin or, a, or a, even a Bernie Mac or, you know, those guys that came, that we came up with, that we watched in Def Jam, no, none of the kids that I do comedy with now would even go, like, they used to tease me. That's what's so funny to be on Elon's show, to be on After Black. It's like, I have stories about things that these guys have never even thought of doing, like True. dangerous shit, mm. you know? Even though I grew up on a totally different coast, and right. I just got really dangerous, even though they grew up in dangerous neighborhoods. Right, yeah. They just didn't, you know, they were just reading comic books, books and, and playing yeah. fucking video games it's just a different yeah totally yeah. different scene so it's funny to be on there and, and to to have to relate you know to everybody my stories and they're like fuck you're crazy and i'm like you know a lot of people would look at you and you know they judge a lot of people would judge and think well you're a black guy that grew up in bed sty brooklyn you must be very crazy you know right. like, no there's people who's fucking people yeah you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, if they didn't, man, we wouldn't have our podcast where we explain all this shit to everybody. Like, we need somebody got to do this job. You guys are just gonna get bigger and bigger. I, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. I'm so uh, happy that you're going. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate and I, it. And I gotta tell you, when I first heard the Thrones, um. It was you. Y'all were describing the song that those fucking dudes were singing in the forest. Yeah. Remember, they were riding out on their horse, horses and they were singing that fucking song about this lady's pussy. Yeah. And you guys were like, "Oh, they're talking about her pussy." And I was dying. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I was like, "Oh," because you sound like my my head when I'm. You sound like my brain when I'm 
watching that show. <laughs> yeah, they try to dress it up with, with fancy. They try to dress it all up with fancy, fancy language words and titles and stuff. Uh, but they are yeah. just that's just a regular old uh, hood soap opera, and I love it. Exactly, they're so wrong. Oh my god, <laughs> I fucking love them so bad. Uh, and when you were telling me the story about the volleyball girls, I'm like. 14, that's Santa Stark's age. Fucking leave her alone. Yeah. You know, that's how I compare my age now to people. It's, whew. But, you know, I got to tell you guys, I was watching Sopranos, early Sopranos I caught mm. uh, a couple weeks ago. That shit is a lot like Game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely. A lot. Dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's, the thing is, man, like, um, that was, um, the Italian version of, like, uh, bad like negative stereotypes like black people always talk about where it's like mm-hmm. how come every black person gotta be a drug deal on this show like italian people weren't fucking with sopranos like that no. for for oh, a no, lot hated it, hated it. yeah hated they, was, it. they was like we all ain't mobsters right so i that's one of the reasons i liked it because i was like oh cool they get to feel like we feel and i get to i get to people watch some white people do <laughs> fucked up shit and enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Right. Look, he's cheating on his wife again. You know? I like that's that shit. Hysterical. Well, my man's Italian. He fucking loves that shit. And I call him Beansy because of Beansy Gata because they took his, you know, they fucking Richie mowed his legs down. Yeah. I call my man Beansy. I'm like, all right, Beansy, let's do it. Let's do this thing. Beansy. Oh man. Oh um, well, we gotta. We definitely gotta cover some articles real quick because I know. This is what people come for. They want to guess the race and they want to get caught up on the news. The most important news, of course, we'll start with is, um, did y'all know that Kai, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker dude, is wanted for murder now? Wow. Um, for people that don't remember no. Kai, I will play the YouTube video of Kai because it was so good. Let me, let me play this audio for everybody out there, but, uh, it, it, it was, it was pretty awesome. Why is it so low? Let me turn this shit up. pinning him against his truck because the worker was black. The man's passenger who had a hatchet and innocent bystanders come to the rescue. Comes driving down this way. He's like, you know what? I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ and I can do anything I want to. And watch this. Bam! And he smashed into this guy right there. Pinned him in between that truck. Homeless hitchhiker Kai was in the passenger seat of the Oldsmobile when this all went down. Tanya Baker and her daughter Ginger Miller Peraza were two of the first to run over and help. My mom ran to the driver to make sure he was okay because we thought maybe it was just an accident or something, and I ran straight to the PG&E man. This was far from an accident, and the ordeal was far from over. The guy just went crazy and was trying to pull the guy from underneath the car in the truck, and then he gets in his car and tries to move the car in that, and we weren't going to let him do it. If you started driving that car around again, man, there would have been a hell of a lot of bodies around here. He just kept saying he was Jesus Christ and he's going to save all of us and that, but we have to get, he used the N-word, meaning the black people and that. He said we need to get them off of the earth. The African-American wow. PG&E worker was rushed to the hospital and underwent surgery for non-life-threatening injuries. And he wasn't the only person that the crazy driver went after. When he put me in a bear hug and started beating the crap out of me, for what reason, we still don't know. These two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. Like a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. So I ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Smash. (laughs) So that's Kai. 
and uh apparently kai is now wanted for murder man um wow he was smashing in he was an adorable white dude man that i felt was like the white charles ramsey man he came he was a hero yeah he told his story yeah he had a good story he was a viral sensation everybody loved him and uh apparently that dude's a motherfucking murderer man damn can't have shit these days so yeah that definitely set white people back. So he was one first. He had murdered somebody before he got into that uh, accident. Is that um, right? Or he murdered someone after the accident. It says here, um, the Union County Homicide Task Force has a murder warrant for arrest of McGilvery, Kyle McGilvery, a homeless drifter in the slaying of attorney Joseph Galfie in Clark, New Jersey. Galfie was found dead Monday. Oh, shit. Oh, so this is recently. Yeah, he must have smashed, smashed, smashed on this dude. Um... On Starlight well, Drive. Maybe he got PTSD from watching that shit go down, mm-hmm. and then he repeated it. <laughs> he had woke up or something. Something like made him snap, and he remembered that hatchet incident. Well, this dude he did die. Out. The guy did die blunt force trauma. Um, now I'm just saying, if there's only three blows to the head, uh, you got to look at Kai as a suspect because. The way he described, that's his style. He smash, smash, smashes, man. So uh, I would check him out. Um, I feel bad, man, that he even got caught up in this. He could have also been framed. You know, we don't know. Maybe somebody was out to get him, and uh, they beat this dude up with a hatchet for him. And, and now we all think that it's Kai. He's going to be on the run. So uh, I just hope everything's drifter, okay. You know, drifter beef is tough to beat. You know, drifter beef. Yeah. <laughs> When a drifter has beef with another drifter, you don't want to get in the middle of that shit. Yeah, and how does a how does a drifter get into it with an attorney? Like, what were they true. doing where their paths crossed? You know, Ain't that's true. I don't know. So yeah, man, Kai out. They only want to five. They only have a five thousand dollar reward for him. So you know, I, I I don't know. At this point, I probably wouldn't even turn him in, dude. I, I like Kai. I'd probably be like, dude, run. They're after you. Um, speaking That's of, why I can't find them, Rod. People like you are yeah. all, putting them, putting them <laughs> up in their house. They're feeding them fucking herbal tea and shit. Tell them, don't worry, Kai. We'll cut your hair. He entertained we'll me. Clean we'll make you somebody. All you have to do is entertain me. You can pretty much get away with any crime, except <laughs> except for R. Kelly. That was that was too far. Yeah, don't be peeing on people. <laughs> except for R. Kelly and Chris Brown. Uh, everybody else, man. Like I fuck I fuck with Mike Vick, man. I, I'm not a I'm not a hypocrite. I'll 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 fuck with you if you're good. Um, yeah, Mike Vick didn't fuck the dogs. So why right. are you guys on that? We talk a lot about animal fucking on our show. Now we don't say that it's great, but we we don't feel like you should be that in trouble if the animal isn't it crying yeah i know i think we kind of side with you um the motto of our show is nothing's wrong, wrong if it's, it's funny. funny so um uh, we'll laugh at some animals getting fucked it mm-hmm. happens we've had several uh animal getting fucked stories um, yeah we had we had a peacock the other day didn't we yeah we had a dude that yes. fucked a peacock you yes know? did you see the mugshot for that man My yeah goodness he looked like a guy that fucked the peacock yes and, and, and touched yeah. him you know, but hey, yeah, we talked about that. I think Josh said if he, he said if he was casting a movie where he needed a like a peacock fucking creep, <laughs> he'd be the one. And you know what's funny is they didn't show any pictures of the actual peacock, so it does make you wonder what did that peacock have on? You know, because mm-hmm. peacocks dressing kind of sexy. We've seen peacocks walking around, man. They're like strutting. They mm-hmm. start throwing up those beautiful feathers. Did, did and, he? Did he kiss the nape of his neck? 
Right, you know, there's a lot of neck on the peacock, man. A lot of neck, a lot but of neck. No, it's men. It's not the women peacock. So yeah, yeah, he, he could. He, it's only the men that have that beautiful plumage. I'm not judging, okay? I'm not I'm judging, judging the guy. You know, I'm for equality. So if you like to get it on right. with a male peacock, it's male peacock, cock to cock action. That <laughs> is fine with me. That's it. Cock to peacock. Exactly. Beautiful. Cock of the walk. Um, Put your plumage <laughs> and my plumage. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, then the good thing is you don't even need a towel. You just have all those beautiful feathers right there. So you just get that up and fan yourself up. off. All right. You break a sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of peacocks, did y'all know that uh, Russians actually made Sarah Palin look smart because some Russians drove over the North Pole to Canada for the first time ever? Um, it took two and a half months and they were going an average of 10 kilometers per hour that's slow yeah yeah and here's the craziest shit in this story um during the trip the team encountered dangerous situations including a large chasm in the ice what's a chasm it's like a big ass like hole like a big ass like uh crater in the ice like where you will you will fall down there and die you know you don't oh like they're doing the movies yeah like like a like picture uh wiley coyote tracing the roadrunner and he falls off that cliff like that ah okay so there's a big ass chasm in the ice which seems impossible to cross as they pondered what to do however the ice suddenly shifted temporarily bridging the gap quickly the men revved the engines and charged across not a moment too soon. It's only two minutes later. The ice shifted a second time, reopening the chasm they just crossed. Shit. The Jesus. Right. Guess the race. White. <laughs> it's cold. Of course. It's ice. Cold. You risking your life. You know what? God bless you, white people. God bless you because if it wasn't for you, there would be a lot of diseases we wouldn't know about. There, you know, we got cures because of you guys. You know, we we did we go in the ocean blue. We go up in the sky. God bless you. Yeah, this, well, we better have cures. We fucking brought them here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, sense of exploration that I've always admired, man. Because I, if that this story would have ended with. Uh, Russian people come back after making it halfway to Alaska. Like Russian people say that hole, <laughs> that that have been that have been like uh, black people say that hole was too big. We right. we hit that cataclysm, whatever that hell that was. Right? Can you just imagine? Because everyone has to get on the bus and be on board with this shit when they're like, "Hey, man, the chasm just closed. We should try to drive across real fast right now." Mm-mm. Everyone has to get on the bus because I feel like I'd just be standing on the other side of the chasm, like. You know what, man? I'm just gonna stay here and watch y'all die. Uh, like, I hope y'all make it. I'll be right here. I, you know, I, I meet y'all on the other side after I catch this plane. <laughs> right. Leave me with enough food uh, to make it back home, please, because this is ridiculous. No, you you haven't hung out with Russians then, because they'll fucking make you feel like you're the smallest mouse on the fucking planet. What? You don't want to go? You're a girl? <laughs> you want to be like girl? You want to be afraid? What, you're, you're going to be pussy about it, I can tell. You want I tell everyone when we get home? I tell everyone you don't want to cause chasm. <laughs> I tell everyone. You're like, girl, it's fine. That's a good you point. For it. That's a good point. Just I might have so sad. They're very uh, abrupt people. They're very, you know, um, I told my friend she should go to therapy. She's feeling depressed. She says, I don't get depressed, Jesse. I get sad. Mm. Like, it means the same thing. <laughs> 
Now, now I don't know about you, Jess Wood, but um, what's that? I I actually I went to college. I graduated and everything. Karen went to college. She graduated. Um, Oh, fancy fancy, Zaya. Yeah, but now I feel like. I'm starting to feel like I might shouldn't have went, man, because I've been seeing this commercial lately. Oh, with these jingles, yes. That makes me, this makes me wish I didn't go to college so I could go to this college. Yes. Um, I, I'll play something for you, but it comes on late at night every night and I always get up and start jamming, man. Let me see if it'll, if it'll play real quick. going to college i want to go to this school this is cool as shit it only costs like a hundred dollars is that an online university what's going on there uh it just says educationconnection.com i don't know what it does or what it is i don't even care if it's like a degree scam it could be like degree in waitressing i just want to get something <laughs> something from here because this is my jam Oh. Then we have a remix from it. Yeah, that's that's not the original version. That's like oh, a remix. Real colleges could learn from this. Like real colleges should have like the the North Carolina like university fight song should be remixed to this white lady rapping because yes. this shit is dope. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's because the most university like, models. Yeah, you know you want your kid to come here. Yeah. <laughs> get your, get your degree. <laughs> We gonna get your degree on. I'm like, mm-hmm. We gonna get my degree on. Um, alright. It's, uh, yeah. it's that time. It's, it's that time now, Jess Wood. I hope you brought your racism cap because Uh-oh. it's time for some guests to race. This is the game, Sweeping mm. the Nation, where we only, we read news articles and we only ask one question and that is, guess the, the race, race of the people involved in the article. Now here's, okay. here's our first one. This is elementary school principal Kim Warren is charged with being super drunk, quote unquote. Oh, Lord. In the school parking lot. Now, I think I actually have some video for this one. So let me play this. It's all right, ma'am. It's okay. It's upsetting. Principal in handcuffs. We first told you about this dash cam video on Action News tonight at 5 o'clock. Now you're going to see the surprising way this whole thing plays out. That recording is from the day of her drunk driving arrest outside the elementary school in Novi, where she's principal. 7 Action News reporter Kimberly Craig shows us what that dash cam caught on tape. When we get to the station, call and tell them you got sick and had to leave or something. I mean, that's up to you. I'm not going to tell anybody you got arrested. That's not my business to tell anybody that. But no. By the way, I hate when cops do this, when they try to act like they're your friend. Because they're not, because it's public information. People are going to find out. And you're fucking arresting me. We're not yes. buddies. Yes. 
I hate when they do that. It's like, yeah. listen, I pulled you yeah. over. I clocked you doing 74 and a 55. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reduce this by two miles and it won't get your lights taken. I'm like, you're being a dick. Fuck you. Let me go. <laughs> you want to help me? Let me go. <laughs> exactly. And don't give me any fucking moral fucking talks and shit. You know, you, you, you seem like a nice girl. You right. probably do better things if you're yes. like, fuck you. You don't know me. Right. I'm not nice. <laughs> Just give me my ticket and get this shit over with. It's not like he's going to stop the car, turn around and go, you know what? Uh, second thought, I'm going to take you home. Yeah, fuck it. You don't. <laughs> you can go uh, free. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be your buddy and not tell anyone you got arrested when this camera is on the fucking news. Anyway, Hello. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. His chief did call the superintendent of Novi Community Schools that day to tell him that one of his employees, Kim Warren, the principal of Deerfield Elementary, was under arrest, suspected of drunk driving. Here in the backseat of the police car, Kim Warren sobs and tells the officer she should just quit her job. Don't do that. Don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. You, if you have a problem, you get treatment and you go on. That's all. This is a white lady. This is a white lady. All right. Jess Willis calling it early. She's going white. I also feel like she yeah. got arrested by Dog the Bounty Hunter. He always tries to give you a speech and shit. It's like, you get your life turned around. I'm like, fuck you, dog. I'm here for you. You got me on TV. You're making fucking money off this bullshit. He's like, you got to get off the mess. The chat room says, uh, B. Cole says, Jigaboo. Uh, They're pretty racist. Basil Maverick says, one who emits light at a wavelength between 380 and 750 nanometers. I don't know what that means, Basil Maverick. Uh, Tears of a white lady. Don't know who I am, Reese Witherspoon. One who Aww. hails from the caucus region of Europe. Snow White. June Moses says, chalky white lady. Hustle Girl says, <laughs> he, talk- <laughs> he, That's a good one. he talked her. He talked her out of quitting her job. It's a rich and gouda cheese eating pinky toe. Oh, Lord. Um, possible white woman. One who buys their kids liquor after being cussed out. One who sunburns easily. Tears of a white woman. Macadamia nut. And uh, I guess that thing for the nanometers earlier means visible light. So that means white. And Jay Wiggins says the cop is talking to her and not beating her ass. Yes, yeah, she white and privileged. The worst kind. Correct answer is a white, white lady. You're yeah, on the road, white. Jess. Jess yeah. is one for one. Oh, oh, yeah away with that kind of shit otherwise honestly come on yeah. i'm drinking at the school i and she's crying in the back of the cop car like it's all adds up to white lady and I, I got a little feeling that the cop was like maybe gonna ask for her number later like just a little twinge of like you know he's gonna try to holler at her yeah you're gonna be needing a lot of rides lady yeah so. i know where you live ma'am it's if you have an issue i can come keep you in the cop car <laughs> yeah well he could tell her like you know, I know your I know your car is going to be impounded for a few months. So if you need a ride home, <laughs> you get out at three. You get out at three p.m. I'll be here. Don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. Right. <laughs> your, your your school is on my beat. Don't quit your job. I can give you a ride there. Man. Um, you got them blowjob lips. Now right. don't quit your job. <laughs> you know, get a uh, we can still drink and everything. A ride for a ride, if you know what I'm saying. Tit for tat. Um, a, a suspect. <laughs> uh, a suspect in a home a suspect 
a suspect in a home invasion robbery and oh. fire bra was killed by a sword wielding resident early saturday that's right people it's oh two we got one. swords it's guest race and sword ratchetness yeah we the dead man aaron beza 34 of fireball was one of two suspects in the home invasion about 2 30 a.m the other suspect christopher roop 30 was left left the home and remains at large the suspects were armed with a handgun and an axe oh Ro- damn how the fuck did they lose to a sword <laughs> what wait and the, and the homeowner had a sword yes like they had a handgun and an axe and they lost to the dude with a sword and there was two was of them. Black dude, black dude with a sword. Black dude with a sword. Black dude with a sword. Okay. Well, we yeah, only have. I only have the race of the one dude who escaped. Mm. So that's Christopher Root. Well, what was the dude's name that didn't escape? Uh, his name was Aaron Baeza. And. Yeah. Roop is. Uh, Christopher Roop was the accomplice and he, he got away. And this is in where? Uh, this is in Fireball. Where is this at? Fresno. So that's California. And yeah, here, Fresno, California. That's two Mexican dudes who tried to rob a black dude's house. Mm. The black dude had a sword in there. And Ruth, Let's see if I'm right. Let's here, see. Fresno, California, guys. Fresno. There's a lot of meth in Fresno. Here's one I more. Fresno. Here's one more clue. The sheriff's office believes Roop is with an unidentified Caucasian woman in a dark Uh-oh. Ford in a dark green Ford F-150 pickup truck. Still, hmm. still going. No, I'm, still, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking right, with it. I'm cool. Sticking with my with my answer. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe. The is. <laughs> okay, come on, chat room. Come <laughs> on, chat room. Uh, the chat room says, uh, "White, uh, Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. That's white." Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> poor Jesus. coon, poor coon who bought an axe to a sword fight. Oh, dead face cricket. Uh, D Space Cricket. Okay, that's black. The YT girl, uh, unidentified. That's a W Y. So I don't know what that Y W Y was. I mean, white dude. I don't know. Um, uncoordinated white folks driving <laughs> driving a truck, drinking paps. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's just like thrown in there for fun. Yeah, for no reason. There's no rhyme or reason. You know these fucking hillbillies. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> they had to drink a couple paps. Uh, <laughs> former cast member of Cops, clan member Forrest Whitaker. Oh yeah, I've seen that movie. Um, but uh, oh, someone said Ghost Dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. You said uh, said pigeons, some pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> you said an F one fifty four pickup. G golly, that there is a cracker if I ever heard one. White West Virginia. <laughs> Girl, YT, dude, blacker than the line at Foot Locker when Jordans drop. Correct answer. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what happened? What happened? He, he says the girl is white and the dude is blacker than the line at Foot Locker when new Jordans drop. The shoes. Oh, uh, <laughs> the correct answer was, the correct answer is white. Correct answer? White. He's a white dude. Christopher Roop is a white dude that was, uh, hanging out with an axe trying to, steal somebody and got trumped by uh oh see i thought we were trying to guess who was with the sword oh no nah, no nah, i don't have his race man oh, i wish i did shit. see i was thinking that we were talking about who got home invaded yeah yeah i'm sorry man um ah. gotta listen to the contest clues you gotta be on top of this this is serious business just wood f-150 mm-hmm. i didn't smoke any weed before the interview i promise really- <laughs> <laughs> no uh, but usually i have to smoke a little weed before i go to the after black because they you know oof 
sometimes, like last week, Elon spoke so much. I had to, every time he went to just take a breath, because you know how he, he speaks, he speaks fast sometimes. And then he yes. goes, finally, to take a breath, I'm like, suck a dick like a pussy, something, something, <laughs> what's happening, what the fuck? Oh, it gets me crazy sometimes. But he's going to be at the Roots, uh, what's it, Net Roots next yeah. week? Mm-hmm. Oh, he won't. So he won't be there. Oh, you won't be holding you back. Oh, thank God. I can't wait to hear that episode. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. So Aaron will be back, and it'll just be me, Aaron, and Josh. So that'll be uh, nice. I can't wait. Um, yeah, no offense and, to Elon. And, and, and Aaron just let the kids play free. Yeah, and I like that about yeah. him. Oh, he's the best. Are mm-hmm. you kidding? He is the best. He's... I would love to let him touch me, but, you know, we got right. some stuff. You know, we have people on either side of it. Mm-hmm. And they're both really cool about it, which is weird. It gets me... Doesn't get me moist, Karen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not into swinging. You know, I like. I think people are handsome and hot and this and that, and I can fantasize and all that. But once my man tells me, "Oh, bring him home. You can fuck him in front of me," I'm like, "Uh, dry." <laughs> <laughs> that is the fantasy. Um, That's it. I need to leave it. I'm like, what do you think's gonna be hot? Me fucking this dude looking at you over his shoulder at you? Like, what the fuck is he doing here? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm fucking somebody else. I don't have to look at you. You know, right? I thought that was what the deal was. See, they, mm-hmm. they have, and they have poems for that. It's called cockold. I learned that vocabulary word not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, she got an official word of everything, y'all. Yes. <laughs> All right, here's another guest race. Cheryl Bouchamp. Bouchamp. I don't know how you pronounce this. Bouchamp? Bouchamp? Oh, Bouchamp. Cheryl Bouchamp allegedly pooped in someone's yard and swam naked in their pool. Oh my! A Florida woman. Oh, Florida! Wow, of Florida! Of course, of course Florida. it's Florida. Of Where course. else would it be? Um, a woman was she was arrested after allegedly pooping in a man's backyard and then took a skinny dip in his pool. <gasps> yeah, I bet she didn't even wipe. Cheryl broke I bet out. she didn't. If she did, it was on the grass. She's thirty-five. She was detained Thursday and charged with burglary. According to the county sheriff's office, what is she steal, though? That didn't sound like stealing. That sounds like... Who knows? Something else. <laughs> like, she, ate, she ate a big meal, and then she pooped it out. <laughs> and then she fucking lost. She's like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't steal. I deposited. I gave you something, <laughs> sir. That wasn't That's bad. a great manure for this grass. What are we talking about here? Yeah. You ought to thank me. You're welcome, by the way. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see, Rod. Now, because she pooped on the lawn and she took a swim naked, sounds a lot like my mother so i'm gonna say white lady <laughs> <laughs> all right calling it early let me go check the, the chat and see what they believe the race is she can okay. swim and say she can swim white oh ah, <laughs> white as the crack rob ford was smoking one whose feces oh. smell like cinnamon and gumdrops white i don't think that's true <laughs> sir you do some research one who enjoys a comfortable evening with their pet pig named baron von spork white Oh, <laughs> Nancy Botwin cut punt, cut punt white. Elliot Stabler's daughter white or crack rock white, Caucasian. Uh, white mm. trash sounds like an above ground pool. Teen mom porno star meth whore white. Wow, Goldilocks. Goldilocks on bad salts. Fuck a bed. Boy, she's are we going to be swimming. mad if it's a black lady. We're going to be so mad, everybody, huh? <laughs> Wizite and egg. That is a new one. Egg. Surprise! Egg. It took so long. <laughs> really, I'm really, I'm almost ashamed it took us 470 something episodes well, to get. Somebody egg. said egg, yeah. But the correct answer oh. is white. Everybody yes. got it right. You, you, you own that one. Yay. You sniffed that one out. Yeah, you could tell, man. 
soon as i started saying she took that crap jess was like stop the story um an oregon woman well she sounded like my mom <laughs> well do you, now see now you got a reminder call your mom call your mom check her see everything's okay be sure she ain't pooping it she's worried the black guy who tips we bring people together jess wood that's yes. what we want to do this right. whole show is to remind you give your mom a call everyone in the audience yeah if that story reminds you of your mom give her a call tomorrow okay guys um, a wo- fuck it, call her now. Wake that bitch up. Yeah, <laughs> call her. Call her and be like, get the fuck out the pool, mom. They coming. They coming. They know about you. Use a leaf or something, Jesus. <laughs> Rub it on the ground. Um, here's a story out of Oregon. A woman in Warrington was arrested Thursday after she texted a police officer and offered to sell him drugs. <gasps> Just police officers are just so not cool, man. Be cool, bro. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, come on. Was he off duty? I don't know. He just gets a text it's like, hey, man, you want some weed? He's like, let me put on my badge and what? go arrest your ass. All right. Um, just about, just before 3 p.m., Officer Ray Ayers turned on his department issued cell phone as he started his shift for the day. He immediately got a text and a voicemail from a woman calling herself Diana saying that she had some stuff for him. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet he thought it was pussy. That's why he arrested her. He thought he was getting some pussy. Then he showed up and was like, drugs? Bitch, you under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> what drugs got to do with my dick? Nothing. <laughs> I drove over here with my dick hard for half an hour. Oh. No. And I don't even get it sucked. No. <laughs> right. Ayers thought the message could be a joke, but decided to play along. He continued to text back and forth with Diana to find out what kind of drugs she had and how much they cost. He eventually agreed to meet with her. They agreed to meet in, uh, at the Warrington Fred Meyer and do the deal. Ayers, along with another officer and two deputies, met up with oh. 48-year-old Diana Cochran from Longview. He bought the whole crew. At 2.45 a.m. on Friday. Wow. Yeah. I wonder why she didn't just see four people and turn around. I think that's uh, true. Yeah. Officers said Cochran was searched and found to have methamphetamine, marijuana, prescription drugs, and drug paraphernalia. So, well, damn, she had everything, didn't she? You know what I like is that um, sports team stuff is called sports paraphernalia. So when people say drug paraphernalia, it's always like, go drugs! Yay! <laughs> we <laughs> number yeah, one. It's just heroin. Right. Um, uh, white lady. I'm going to say white lady. Um, Oregon? Is that you said? Oregon, yeah. Oregon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say white lady. All right, okay. let's check the chat and see what they believe the... Uh, the, the drug paraphernalia White person lady. Is. Drug paraphernalia, weed, mm-hmm. prescription pills. Ugh. She's like, go yeah. drugs, go drugs. Um, unless they played on the Oregon Ducks, they are white. Dry oh, snitching, yeah. Wiz Nye, someone's been watching uh, Love and Hip Hop. White, white. Uh, she watches Too Much Law and Order SVU, where the cops only care about the rapes and ignore the drugs. White. Oh, Lord. Oregon white. Oh, <laughs> I said, oh, she white. She kept texting. That's, that's June. Uh, <laughs> hazelnut colored chimpanzee. Meth, that's rich. Name has cock in it. Cock is a white name for dick, so she's white. Oh, I oh. love the, the way that he deduced that shit like fucking Sherlock Holmes or some shit. <laughs> it has cock in it. Obviously, it's a white lady. No, there's no, uh, there's no black people with cock in their name. Um, Oregon Trail kill all the Native yeah, Americans. Right, exactly. There's so ah! many. There's, there's got to be at least a dozen woodcocks or some shit. Uh, whatever. 
Uh, Oregon Trail kill all the Native Americans with small, smallpox white. Milk, meth white. Milk. <laughs> she definitely told his mom, shut the fuck up, bitch. I hate you on several times, several occasions while wearing a pair of neon green flip flops. I'm assuming that's white. White. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> black women who need drug money to turn turn into namens mom white etymology of the name okay mike we got it nice breakdown yep good job nope the correct answer is white mm-hmm. she was a white lady all right mm-hmm. now this is the last mm-hmm. story and we're gonna that was an easy one yeah well here's the, the last story <laughs> now jess Morgan. only jess only missed one <laughs> We're gonna give her double double, double, double points, points for this one on the last oh, story of the shit. day. So, good luck, uh-uh. Jess. Angered that her boyfriend would not stop singing that catchy thrift shop song by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, a Colorado woman allegedly choked and pushed her boyfriend during a confrontation late Saturday. Oh snap! Samantha Mawson, twenty-three was arrested by Longmont Police Department for harassment and domestic violence, according to Boulder County Sheriff's booking sheet. Uh, according to the police report, Mousen and her boyfriend, Lars Hansen, who celebrated his 26th birthday Saturday, were both inebriated when officers arrived at the apartment around midnight. Mousen, a certified nursing assistant, told cops that the couple had been fighting all evening over the fact that Hansen accused Mousen of consuming all the alcohol in the house. After Mousen briefly left the residence, she returned and began listening to to Macklemore's song, Thrift Shop, which Hanson was singing while laying on the couch. Mousen, pictured in the above mugshot, told the cops that Hanson sang the lyrics over and over and that she asked him to stop 25 times before the fracas began. (laughs) He just annoyed me, she said. She also reportedly confessed, I grabbed him around the throat. I did it for intimidation. She's free on bond right now so that that's cool and uh, uh, uh she she does not like macklemore's facebook page on facebook i don't know why that's in the article but it is um so guess the race of mrs mousen boyfriend choker okay now i'm gonna have to admit something here mm-hmm. we're all family and we're close mm-hmm. so i can admit this to y'all I have had an incident similar to this in my life, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I was the girl okay. in this incident. It was not the same song. Maybe there was not a song involved, but this kind of situation. Now, mm-hmm. here's I want to say that she's a white girl, but then you gave me that detail about her being a nurse's assistant, mm-hmm. and I got a little, and it got a little uh, shady for me. But then we went back, and the boyfriend's name is Lars. Mm-hmm. Right? Lars Hansen. And, and she's out already. Yep. Yep. She's out. I'm so going to stay with white girl. I'm going to stay with white girl. Okay. okay. I and like. In Colorado. Colorado. Right? I, yes. Yep. Colorado. I like your deductive yeah. reasoning, man. I can't, I can't fault right. it. Um, well, you know, America's some bullshit. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's check the chat room. They said, now we all know if this dude was black, he would have headbutted that chick. She's white. Oh, Lord. Everybody is better on a Ritz cracker, says Ashley. Ashley <laughs> classy. Uh, creation, says Sparger. She counted black, says Dexter. So he thinks counting is a black thing. I told you 25 times. Oh, 25 times. Right. Okay. All right. I didn't know that was attributed to a race, but uh, I like that. I like these thinking. 
um they swedish i guess that's white v nasty hispanic baby powder white white (laughs) mike krzyzewski's favorite player black light skin and can chick and can choke very well all right it's a little duke basketball humor saltine she's free on bond this one is easy y'all blackity black black coonerific black oh my goodness one got only got twenty dollars in my pocket for beer white lars come on buddy i like that one i know what you mean (laughs) (laughs) wait she's out on she's out on bond white motherfucker the uh, the one white girl at Big Booty Judy's graduation party in ATL and rapist of Mother Africa. The correct answer is white. Yes. Jess Wood got it. What yes. do I get? What? Um, you get our undying love and affection. Yep, you got double the points. And uh, you get put in the, the running with all the other people that, uh, you know. You did great. Got a lot. Yeah, this is your first time on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, Jess Wood. Welcome home. Thanks, thanks, y'all. Gosh, I love you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, same to you. Time. Uh, make sure you guys check out thejesswood.com. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check out on YouTube. Make sure you check out Get Wood. Check um, out on After Black. Make sure you check out on After Black. Just check out Jess Wood, guys. Check yeah. out her uh, Twitter profile. She's wearing a fur coat and smushing her titties together. Yes. Who can disrespect that? Come on. <laughs> Nobody. I do a lot of titty shaking these days. Because a lot of cut us down. We used to be two two days a week. Now only once a week for After Black. So I had to do something for the fans that were wanting me more. So I made a little video. I make a two-minute video every week on something that I love. This week it was for my auntie. It was her birthday. So I did a shout-out because she's a big stoner. I had a couple jo- jokes for her. Week before I did Clitoris Awareness Week, which Karen and I, of course, are always are celebrating every day of the year. Clitoris! <laughs> And uh, and I, I forget what the first... Oh, the first one was about Plan B. So every week I make a new little web video for everybody who misses me, and I shake my titties around, act a fool, and, you know, try to give you love. Yeah, so, guys, go check it out, man. She won't yes. have sex with you in front of her boyfriend, but she will shake her titties, and I respect that. So. I do, too. Thanks. I do, too. And, and, and me and her on the same motto, there's nothing wrong with titties and ass. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. And And remember... Don't ever suck a dick that you don't like, and mm-hmm. don't ever lick a pussy that you don't like. Exactly. Right? That's the truth. I mean, come exactly. on. That's a model to live there. by. Model. I mean, I want you in there, but you know, don't do it if you if you're fucking forced. Right. That's some bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. I agree, man. You don't know? compromise. And remember the neck. Let's remember the neck, everybody. Yes. If nothing else, all don't my like the neck. all my fellow napist out there, man, you got a friend in oh. me. Okay, they like that shit. It was just asking for Love it. it. Um. All right, guys. So also, uh, don't forget. The sponsor for the show is Adam and Eve. Use the code TBGWT. Get all those discounts and uh, sign up for premium stuff. Get me that tattoo. We are dangerously close. I'm going to actually put out a blog post updating everybody in the next couple of days. And, um, you know, keep enjoying these side shows, uh, the spinoff shows, because um, they're getting pretty good, man. So make sure yes. you guys do all that stuff. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Um, until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.